Welcome, everybody. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on, Scott? Listen to that. What's up, everyone? Oh, that's awesome. We're finally all together, the three of us. I'm AJ. We got... You got Vaxabillion in the building. And Laura. Welcome. We finally got together in person to do our podcast because we need to sound much better. But Skype was pretty good for us for during this COVID crap. So what's going on? We're finally together. So um, if you guys listened to the podcast earlier this week that I recorded and we uh, Bax, uh, popped on to say hi, we're actually just uh, we're revamping our show and we're going to be, uh, we came up with a new name we're going to reveal in just a minute. And um, let's just cut to the chase. So... Laura, do you want to have the honors of saying what the name of the show is? I think Bax should. I like the way he says it. <laughs> what you talking about, Libby? Yes. What you talking about, Libby? Sort of like reminds you of uh, that TV show, Different Strokes. Remember that back in the 80s, late 70s? Definitely. I definitely do. We got to explain a little bit about what it means, though, AJ, oh, for the absolutely. people that don't know. Okay. So what you talking about, Libby? So, obviously, we have Laura, we got AJ, and we got Bax. So, L's for Laura, A's for AJ, and B's for Bax. So, that's how we decided to come a little unique with our name and throw it into an old icon saying, hopefully, it's not copyrighted. <laughs> I think if you add Willis, it would be, but... Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we all sound great. I mean, I love the sound of the microphone here. We just, we're just doing a test run tonight. This is just an improv show, another improv show, and we really don't have too much content, but we're just trying to, like, come up with uh, different names. We're going to come up with our new logo, and, uh, you know, and we just uh, decided on a theme song, so we just need to uh, do the last final touches on our uh, theme song. But uh, what else is going on with you guys? I finally get to finally meet you in person. Definitely, man. Face to face, man. Listen, man. Hopefully we're winding down this COVID era thing that's going on. Uh, the world is crazy. We still quarantining, but I don't know. Florida is a little wild right now. You, I see uh, the news says that the cases are going back up, but I feel good. How are you guys feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling great. Honestly, um, this is the first time I ever met AJ. So face yep. to face, face you to look face. exactly like your picture, by the way. So oh, good. nothing. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't, uh, what do no they say? No surprises. No fluffing. Was that like, you know, going on a bad date? You know, you like in my case, you know, a gr- like a, like a girl gives me their oh, picture. Catfishing. Catfishing. That's the word. I so. catfish people all the time. <laughs> so I just want to say good to meet you. We finally met up in person. And, uh, you know, we are on a bunch of different platforms. I just want to share with you guys. So we're going to become with a new email address. We're still going to use the same Facebook page, but we're going to be changing our name to... What you talking about, Lil B? Exactly. So we'll be coming up with the, the new content on our uh, Facebook page. And back has got some good music coming along. We're working on our thumbnail. So don't mind our uh, cheesy little uh, microphone with the uh, headphones <laughs> thumbnail. But uh, you know, these podcast platforms need... Need, uh, you know, a good, you know, some sort of picture. So, so uh, the platforms that we are on, we are on Podbean, we're on Apple, we are on TuneIn Radio, Spotify, iHeart, uh, YouTube. So I uh, you need a little extra time to do the YouTube. That doesn't happen overnight. But anyway, Google Play and Stitcher 
And our newest one I we just got approved this morning was called Castbox. Okay. So with Castbox, uh, actually that was uh, recommended to me actually by a coworker of mine. Uh, she uh, was uh, asking me about our podcast, and uh, she says, uh, "Where's where can I find it?" I said, "Oh, what do you have?" She says, "Oh, I listen to uh, po- uh, uh, Castbox." I was like, "Oh, I never heard of that." So so I went through the whole process and signed up, and bam, that's it. Castbox, here we come. <laughs> so what is going on with you guys? Well, like I said, man, I'm not really doing much, man. I'm just really sitting here chilling. I'm glad that we back and going with this podcast because I've been like over at the house biting my nails off, you know, nothing else to do. I'm just basically, you know, trying to wait till the world gets back normal. Hopefully it does get back normal. But some things don't need to go back normal. Some things I like how they are, like how they are. Like for one, the donuts at Wawa's, I love how they're wrapped up, bro. Like they should stay wrapped up. Wawa's, keep your donuts wrapped up up i promise you that's the best thing that you guys could have done it makes me feel so safe you know like before like just going in and grabbing a donut you don't know what people did you know what i'm saying people might touch it touch or, it and drop it on the floor yeah, and drop it on the floor and you get a little bratty kid i don't want chocolate put it back i want vanilla you yeah, know yeah like <laughs> stick it with your thumbs type shit like you <laughs> oh, know gross. what you know what this this time they're wrapped up it makes me feel a lot safer wawas keep the donuts wrapped up please <laughs> yeah wawas if you're listening um like back said some things should stay the same but some things should not um i don't know if you agree with me aj but the the aisles in Publix. <laughs> i talked about that the going, other day going one direction and coming around and there's public nazis there Publix nazis <laughs> but listen i cheat um you guys can do this too it's they they don't pay attention you just take your cart on the back wall of Publix. And you just leave your cart in the back and you run down each aisle and grab your stuff and then run back to your cart. You're too fast for them. They can't say anything to you. Okay, that's one way of doing it. Now, it's the only way. Now, Laura, you need to admit something, okay? If you folks you know, haven't listened to our previous shows, I mean, we're, it's still in our episode uh, uh, history. Um, I did record a podcast early this week. Laura, did you listen to our po- my podcast that I recorded by myself on, I think it was Monday or Tuesday. Did you? I did not. And let mm. me explain why, though. Okay. I was on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you can't play it in the background while you're, uh, you know, a uh, little theater music in the background or a podcast show. I just... was concentrating. Like, the president concentrates on his tweets. I was concentrating on my Facebook posts. I'm sorry. Okay. But I'll okay. I'll listen to it when I go home. Okay. I'm sure it was amazing. Yeah, it was pretty good. Actually, uh, thanks for the comments, folks. Uh, I had some people reach out to me, believe it or not. Actually, some people reached out to me and uh, gave me some, uh, some feedback. And uh, one person said to me, I'm very soothing with my voice. I take that as a major compliment. Thank you. I don't know if I'm really soothing, but that's what she says. Nah, bro, you got that voice, definitely. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not, I don't know about soothing. I'm a man, but it was, some, <laughs> it was definitely something about your voice that made me say, you know what, I think this pod, podcast thing could definitely work, bro. I, you are definitely a, 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 good, a good piece to the puzzle with this podcast, man. What you talking about, Lebe? <laughs> what you talking about, Lebe? Now I need to practice. I got to figure a way for my hook to when I open the show. What you talking about, Lebe? I don't know. What do you think of that one? I like that one. <laughs> I like it. I like the way Bax says it. Maybe we could have you say it so I could point to you when we're, uh, because we're recording in the same room here. Yeah, that's cool. That's <laughs> cool. I don't mind that. That'll work. What you talking about, Libby? <laughs> I love it. I love it. 
So what else you guys been up to? I know, uh, Lori, any interesting uh, dating stories, Reddit stories, uh, creepy people I mean, stories? I always have those. Okay. I mean, Bax, you've seen my posts. So I don't know if I can say this or do we have to edit things out? I have the capability to edit things out, but, you know, go. Shoot, All right. Shoot. So I, um, I posted a selfie on Reddit. It was completely normal. There wasn't anything bad about it. It was just me in a swimsuit. And... No, no, this is a reg- even more of a regular selfie. It was me in a, in a t-shirt and shorts. And this guy messaged me and said, not going to lie, I came so hard while staring into your eyes. Yeah, exactly. Did he really? That's just gross. Yes. So I don't know if that's normal among men, but I got that. <laughs> Then I posted another selfie of me in a bathing suit, and it was the exact opposite reaction where some guy got mad at me and said I was an attention whore for posting a selfie. So now I don't know what to do. Do I post? Do I not post? I don't know. Hey, you live once. Do it. Listen, you do exactly what you want to do. You're a grown woman. Nobody on social media gets to tell you what to do. You hear me? They don't get to tell you what to do. These are people on social media. Why do they even have, like, jurisdiction over your life on social media? That's what I hate about social media. People get mad at what you post. They get mad at your opinions. They get mad at everything. Like, if you don't like certain things, just delete yourself from my page. You don't have to see it. Like, why does so much of an individual's personality grind another stranger's gears? I don't understand that, bro. You know what really grinds my gears? I was about to say, he came onto my page and got mad that I posted a selfie. And then he rage quit. He went on calling me names and then blocked me. So there's something wrong with that person. <laughs> wow, that's uh, interesting. So how do you know he blocked you? Is uh, You tried responding back to him and just... You can tell, if you're on Facebook, you can tell, like, they don't have the option to reply anymore. Oh, okay. And their name is grayed out, so you can't click on their profile. Hmm. I wonder if people block me. I got to. You'll never know. You'll know. Unless you look them up. That's true. Okay. Yeah, I friend requested somebody one time and uh, and she rejected my friend request. and But I could still see the profile, but I don't see the little thing that says add friend or something like that. Uh, I could show you too. Oh, that's not. If you can see them, then they didn't block you. They just didn't give you the option to add them as a friend. My feelings Sorry. are hurt. <laughs> my feelings are hurt. Did you guys hear about the police in Atlanta? They all walked off the job. Like, they're not responding to any 911 calls. Did you guys No, hear I didn't that? hear that. Yeah, they said, if you guys don't want the police to do their job, then we're not doing anything. And they're, they did a big F you. It's, um, I saw the headlines. I didn't read all the articles, but people were sharing it like crazy. So I don't know if it's a certain precinct or if it's all of them. And I do know 52 police officers walked off the job in... That one town. Do you know what I'm talking about, Bax? I don't I don't know exactly the name of the town, but it has something to do with the guy that got shot in the back at, at Wendy's, right? The the 52 police that walked off the job was because they pushed the old guy down and he got the concussion. And those, because they fired the police officers that shoved him down, the rest of that precinct resigned. And now the police in Atlanta, I think that has, yeah, that has to do with the guy that got shot in the back at Wendy's. That's correct. But that's insane. So the, so the guy that got pushed down was in actually Buffalo, New York. And they said he fractured his skull or whatever the case may be. And a lot of, and a lot of police did um, boycott 
up there in Buffalo too. So yeah, so Atlanta and Buffalo. A lot of police said you guys don't need us. Then get the fuck off the then get the get the fuck off nine one one. Don't call us. We don't you know, we're not we're not gonna be there for you. That's crazy. Man, poor Granny getting a heart attack and no emergency services. But you can but that's my thing though. Sometimes the police don't need to show up for that, right? Granny having a heart attack, that's just the paramedics. You don't paramedics, need but some some uh, jurisdictions I know that the police officer does show up as well just for, uh, I don't know, either security-wise or you know, safety-wise or maybe even, you know, uh, you know making sure there's no crime com- being committed. I mean, I, I, think, I think that's the issue people are having is that police are showing up to things that they don't really need them to show up at and they're escalating the situation to be worse. So that's why people were saying, like, Okay, if someone's calling for a medical emergency, we'd rather have a firefighter or a paramedic, whereas some cops escalate it. So that's what they were saying. But I'm, my mind's just blown that that all those police officers resigned, and they're just flat out refusing to do their job in Atlanta. Wow. Yeah. I was uh, heard something on the, the local Fox station. They were talking about police officers. Uh, they're having a hard time uh, recruiting new police officers because they just don't either want to you know, deal with everything that's going on or the negativity and all that stuff or all the bad stuff happening. What do you, you guys hear anything like that? It's just hard for people right now to even wear that badge because just of the, you know, the, the, the view that they're getting right now, you got your good cops, you got your bad cops. So it's like, oh man, but nobody, the world is so mad. You know, the media is the biggest instigator in the world. Like, I feel like the media are like those people that, um, remember like in elementary school, there was always that one instigator who wanted people to fight. And they'll kind of like, they'll like push the other people into the other, into the other guys so they could fight. The media is an instigator. So the media messes up all type of relationships because Mm -hmm. there, there are bad apples. There are cops who are bad apples, but there's good cops. Absolutely. Like, and like for me, like I always tell my story, like I was saved by a cop. You know what I'm saying? It was a white cop. I was dying on the side of the road, and this white cop came and knocked on my window and said, what's going on? And I told him I was shot in my stomach. So yeah. let's just say this was now, and he was to ask me, well, well, you're a black guy. Do you need my help? I would have said, yeah, I need your help. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, So like, people need to understand what they're asking for. But we do have to uh, get the relationship better with the police. And for me, I just feel like they need to get some type of investigation going with. They need to do like a, a, a temperature check for some of these people that they allow into their force. Mm-hmm. They need to they need to check what what they think, how they think. They need to go back into their history. They need to go back into you know the type of people that they are that they allow into allowing into this force. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's where they go wrong at. I don't know what y'all feel about. That. I actually have a a little bit to say on that. So yeah, there are good cops. I don't think the issue is good cop versus bad cop. I think the issue is um, there's a subculture where cops view people as us versus them. And I feel like that's where the issue comes into play. And then I, the other thing, um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this, psychopaths and people with, um, basically psychopaths and people with authoritarian personality types gravitate towards Uh, law enforcement. So people who have a chip on their shoulder or people that want to lord um, their authority over other people or want to bully people gravitate towards that type of profession. And that's why they are like that. And that's why people have such an issue with that. So maybe the those cops that did walk off for doing something wrong, like the 52 cops that walked off, maybe it is good riddance because you can hire a whole nother group of cops that wouldn't think it's 
would think it's bad to shove down an old man and cause him to bleed to death, you know? I don't know, man. It's just the times are crazy, and there's always something crazy, like, right before elections. The news, like, sometimes I just had to tell myself, you know what, I just had to log out. Because, like, if you log out, you don't know what's going on in this world. You feel me? Like, right now I'm sitting here looking at this beautiful pool, looking at this beautiful pond. I don't know what's going on in this world. The only reason why I know what's going on in this world is because... I'm logged in, I'm looking at the TV, the tail lies to your vision, you know, and that's the only way that I know. Now, let's just say none of these electronics or any of those things existed. All we would see right now is beautiful things in front of us. And sometimes you have to, like, detach yourself from this world because it can, like, ruin you. It can ruin you, you know, and I just feel like, you know, this whole situation with law enforcement, I just feel like, you know, uh, more people need to become law enforcement, people that have a problem with it you feel me like it need to be a lot of more african-americans that jump into law enforcement but growing up we're taught that you know f the police we're taught no snitching this and that so that's kind of like embedded in our psyche to not even want to even go that route but the older i get the more i, I understand that if you're going to complain about something you got to be willing to change it. right so you know like i i'm a realist i don't just stand behind uh this is how it is or this how it should be, I'm going to be a realist and I'm able to take a situation and I'm able to assess a situation on how to actually fix it. Are we willing to fix it? Are we willing to have that conversation? Are we willing to teach our sons and say, you know what, this is what you need to go into and change it. You know what I'm saying? Like my aunt up in Syracuse, New York, she's an African-American lawyer. She's running for judge. You know what I'm saying? Those are the type of steps that people need to take so they don't have any complaints. Feel me? I would just be the devil's advocate here and say that you can want things to be better without being a part of something. Like, I want the president to do better, but I don't want to be the president. I want Congress right. to do better, but I don't want to be Congress. That's mm -hmm. not my calling. But I feel like there's a category of people that join the police force who have a calling for it because they want to do the right thing. But then there's also people that join the police force for the reason that I said, and that is to because they have authority and they're able to use that authority however they want. And I feel like... For us to have a reform, those people need to come out, those personality types, and the people that want to do right, should those should be the people that we let in, and we have to do some kind of testing, like you said. I mean, the psyche valve is not that good for cops, and they, they want them to have a low IQ when they join the police force because they're easier to um, basically to take orders from. So a lot of things need to change. I'm not sure about the low IQ part because you need a, what, a college degree or something nope. like that? Nope. Six months out of high school, not even that. Not even other than criminal justice? I, I No, not at all because cops don't, sorry to cut you off, but cops don't even know, the, a lot of them don't even know the laws. Definitely something to ponder about. So, you know. It's like it, a double-edged sword, right? It is. It absolutely is. Because... I mean, look, look, just a few weeks ago, we were loving on cops. We were look, loving on first responders. We, were, I mean, for the during the COVID stuff, now it's... You know, you don't, it's not a good thing to be a cop right now. You know, it's just what the world is making things feel like it is. It's not, man, because at the end of the day, like those bad apples, like the guy name is Richard Brooks, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, they shot him at a Wendy's. He was sleeping in his car. Um, and, he, you know, I guess he was able to take one of the cops tasers or whatever the case may be. And he ran, you know, and they shot him in his back. Um, the reason why they charged the cop with murder, because that the fact that he ran, uh, the taser wasn't lethal was an lethal uh, weapon, and he ran, and he shot him in his back. That's the reason why they're able to charge him with murder. So a lot of people are saying, well, uh, 
uh, he shouldn't be charged with murder because uh, he grabbed the, the cop's tase or whatever the case may be. But the law in Atlanta states that you can't uh, shoot a person in their back, I guess, if they're running, whatever the case may be. So it's a, it's a real touchy situation. But, you know, there's been so much going on with police. A lot mm-hmm. of a lot of relationship with police. There's been a lot of hotheads, police. And we just got to really see where these police come from, who they are. And that's just really what it is with me. Like, we got to understand, where do these police come from? Like, you know what I'm saying? Who are they? Who are their uh, parents? Who are their grandparents? Like, what do they truly believe? You know, what What kind of friends do they have? I, like, like, I feel like people that join the law force, I want to see your friends. Your friends need to be multicultural. The people that you love need to be multicultural because that way you can actually you know kind of like relate to everybody like who were you in high school were you the guy were you the introvert were you the extrovert in high school were you the bully were you the person getting picked on who were you in high school i feel like they need to go deeper into the psyche of these men mm-hmm. that they choose into uh police our cities i could be wrong i don't know you're absolutely right because like i was saying um before like they do look at people like that and they they realize that some people are sociopaths they join because that's the only chance they get to be able to use that authority over people and then the other thing i've noticed is that cops do have an us versus them mentality not all of them but a lot of them do and because they see people as like you could be a potential threat to my life or you could be a criminal that's why they're so quick to pull the gun out or pull the trigger like if if they had more of a community vibe, if they looked at people and said, oh, you're part of the people that I'm supposed to serve and protect, maybe they wouldn't pull the gun on them. Maybe they'll take their time. I think everything that's happening is good because they're now they're taking their time. They're pausing before pulling the gun out. So I don't know how to transition to this, but uh, Laura, I know you're a big fan of Disney. Yeah, I'm kind of a fan. Yeah, you're kind of a fan? Did I, I s- am a fan, but I don't have a pass anymore, so I don't like to think about it that much. Okay. I want to go back, though. Okay, so that brings me to my next point. Now, with all this COVID crap, whatchamacallit, whatever you want to call it, how do you feel about Disney reopening up at half the capacity and wearing a face mask? I'm so jealous, first of all, because my friend told me that it's opening up, like, this week, right? Next week or something? It's something like within the next week or so, yeah. I think it's great because I hate going to Disney when it's packed. And now that it's open half capacity, now those people that are there get to go on the rides so much more faster than normal. (laughs) It's like an Insta Fast Pass, right? It's amazing. I wish I could be one of those people. And I mean, the face mask, you just have to suck it up because, yeah, like you should be happy that the theme park is opening. Yeah, we have to wear a face mask. Who cares? I don't care. Okay. Good point. Bax, you have any interest in going to like Bush Gardens, any of those theme parks or anything? I'm gonna be honest with you, I really don't ride roller roller coasters. I'm a little afraid of heights, and I can't swim. So you know, for me, uh, I'm not really into all of that. I might walk around with the kids and check out the, uh, you know, the uh, animals and things of that nature. But far the sights, yeah, the sights, the sights, rides and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass. I'm good. You know, I do, I do like the Lazy River when I go to uh, Water Safari. Is that Water Safari? Or what's the right next right next to Bush Gardens? Oh, uh, uh, Adventure Island. Adventure Island. Yeah, I like yes. to go chill on the lazy river and you know just float around on the floaties and you know I do that the whole time I'm there. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But other than <laughs> that, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, a friend of mine uh, he uh, asked me to purchase a uh, pass for my son because uh, his kids are going and I purchased it. I think it was back in February and then everything shut everything down in March and then. Uh, uh, he's very skeptical of wearing the, the mask because he gets like anxiety and does not feel well. So 
uh, and I feel bad for that. He can't get a hold of Bush Gardens folks, finding out what's the medical reasons they allow because he gets anxiety when something's like close to his face. So, you know, you're going to have uh, those folks, you know, going to the park without a mask for that medical type reason. You know, speaking of masks, I brought this up on the other uh, podcast early this week. Uh, you know, United Airlines, I think Southwest jumped on board of it. Uh, a couple other airlines, you know, you got to wear a mask flying in the, uh, the the airlines. And, you know, and I mentioned, uh, since you guys are sitting here with me, I'll bring it up again. So if you don't wear a mask, they put you on like a <laughs> no-fly list or like a terrorist list. <laughs> I just find that, like, holy cow. I mean, they're really taking it seriously out there. You know what? That's crazy, man. I feel like masks are, like, the new norm. Like, masks are, like, hats now. They're, like, accessories now. We have to wear them for our, you know, for for our safety. They're, like, glasses. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go make me, like, a thousand masks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make, like, some fly-ass mask. <laughs> I'm going to try to make as much money as I could off mask. Like, that's the hustle right now. What up? Y'all trying to get a mask? Exactly. It is a big news. It let's is a, a new hustle. Let's get a mask hustle going on. <laughs> we can hustle everything. It was funny because uh, my wife uh, said to me, yeah, um, our friend's sister, cousin, it was like, you know, a third, four people generation down or whatever it was, came over to the house and, uh, you know, had a trunk full of masks. The trunk went open and there was like the little shopping center in the back of the trunk. I mean, that's just like the new norm of business out there. I mean, I, I don't know how many times I see in my Facebook feed or commercials, you know, they're selling masks. Like, you know, it's like a, you know, a new toy that's on the market. From like a woman's perspective, I was looking for fashionable masks. I actually typed in Google and Amazon and yeah, anything that comes out, now we want to turn into a fashion. So I was looking at things, and the only ones I found were on Etsy. And I'm thinking, wow, like I'm spending all this money on masks when I don't even, I mean, I need one, but why am I doing this? But anything can be turned into fashion. So if, if you're trying to get money for masks, make it fashionable, like Gucci or Prada or something. Like, make it amazing. <laughs> They'll be doing it, too. I'm still happy wearing my little paper face mask thing from, the, like, the doctor's office. You know, I'll make it fashionable. I'll take a black Sharpie and just draw a little smiley face or something like that, you know? Listen, man, I spent hundreds of dollars on N95s, right? I, I have it. Listen, thinking... That, you know, they said N95s are the best masks. Now you see everybody with these little cloth masks. I'm like, so you mean to tell me the whole time I could have just had me a nice little cloth mask or a bandana and I would have been good? I done spent <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of dollars sent N95s in New York and all type of crazy. I did donate some N95s to the hospital too as well. But now you're just telling me that it doesn't matter what kind of mask you have. It's just as long as you have something over your nose and your mouth. Like, okay, now. Yeah. Okay. You know, this day and age now, I don't know if you guys, I personally haven't been but you guys been to the bank lately or anything like that? So I haven't been to the bank. You know, they always say no sunglasses, no mask. What's their policy now? They still allow me to wear a mask inside of a bank? Listen, I was just thinking that today. I was like, the whole world is masked up. Yeah. So what about the criminals and stuff like that? Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So now that the whole world is masked up, the criminals blend in with everybody, you know, like, but they said that there's a new app, right? On our Apple phone, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever that app is, right? I forget the name of it. It's like a new app with the update. They said that the mask, even with a mask on, it can it can tell it can, it could tell who you are. Yeah, yeah, I heard Apple was actually you know, rewriting their uh, iOS software because yeah, everybody's wearing a mask, and I look at my phone and I got the mask on and, no, and it doesn't open up. I got to put my code in or pull the mask down. So now, does that infringe on our rights? Because now they're recognizing who we are. You know what I'm saying? Like now, no, there's another monkey wrench. <laughs> well, I mean, because you don't want government or corporations or just someone random 
knowing your identity all the time if you're just a civilian. So that's kind of weird to me. That kind of feels like a breach of privacy. And also I heard that the six feet apart was so that they can get a full facial recognition. I've heard that from military <laughs> friends. Have Well, it's, I mean, I, I'm not verifying it, but military friends have told me that's, that's what they used to do. Interesting. You got me thinking now. AI is crazy. And I told you about that 5G. <laughs> the 5G. They said that's what the 5G is for. So the 5 so the 5G is able to uh, pick up on your face. That's what they say it isn't how it is in China. They say in yeah. China, they say in China, you could walk out and they know exactly who you are. What yeah. is that? You tell me, what is that? Like you could walk out in the freaking uh, street in China and they can scan you and know exactly who you are. Wow. That's scary. It is. <laughs> I mean, with, you know, you know, it's funny because even like simple, simple thing, Facebook, <clears throat> I post some pictures, say, Hey, you know, here my, here's my family outing. And, you happen to photobomb in the background and then you get alert saying there's a picture out there that, you know, that you could tag yourself in. So it's it's out there. That technology is there. It's, it's not even that. If you just go on your phone and Google anything, something for Father's Day or just say you Google flowers at, when you go back on Facebook, it, you're going to get five ads for flowers. Of course. Yeah. So they're they're watching everything you do mm -hmm. and they're using that information. So no privacy. We don't have privacy at all. My FBI agent, whoever you are, I mean, I'm sure you know a lot about me right now. <laughs> Just don't do any crimes. You'll be all right, Laura. No crimes. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> so, but other than that, I mean, you know, again, this is just an improv two show. So, uh, you know, I don't know, you know, we, we really didn't have any plans to really talk about anything else, but, uh, but, you know, we, we're just we're just here shooting the shit basically right now. I mean, I mean, have uh, you guys gone? I I want to start going back to the bars. Um, do you guys think that's a good idea? Like to go out drinking and stuff. The alcohol will kill it, man. Listen, <laughs> I've been I've been going to circles. Listen, I don't want nobody. That's my spot. Y'all can't go to circles. Like cir go. circles is so dope. It's all the way in Apollo Beach. It's like one of the best restaurants I've been to thus far. <laughs> I'm laughing because we were talking off the air and uh, he was like, let's not say anything about circles. That's my you spot. You just gave the spot away to however many eight listeners that are listening to us right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, we got eight listeners. <laughs> we're going to bleep that out. Circles, listen. Circles, I need a free meal, circles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that restaurant. But I want to go out, but I did see pictures of bars. Maybe it's a club or maybe it's just an, a bar. But there was tons of people in line and they were not sitting six feet apart and none of them were wearing masks. So I feel like people, just because places open up in Florida, I feel like people in Florida specifically are forgetting that nothing's changed and we can we still have the virus. Yeah. Like, I don't think they realize that. The spike is just crazy. I mean, if uh, most of you, I'm sure you see it on the news. I mean, we're, we're, we're transmitting from, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the Florida area. So there's an actual website out there. It's a uh, called Florida COVID-19 dashboard. So right now, this is uh, what are we? we uh, June 18th, and what time are we? We're almost nine o'clock at night recording this show. So we have 85,926 positive cases in Florida, and uh, you click on here, and just today alone, uh, this actually the report that came out because I guess they're one day behind because today's not over with. So June 17th, we had 2,714 new cases out there that's the highest it ever been on this recorded uh little pie graph thing that they have here on this website so what are we going to do y'all like how are we going to like how are we going to get through this thing this thing is crazy i think a lot of people are 
so like numb to it now and that's just that's the crazy part about it is that mm-hmm. you know in the beginning everybody was doing everything that they were supposed to do there were no cars on the street there was no traffic the traffic's back the restaurants are back packed you know uh, chick-fil-a line is all the way down the street again oh god so my thing is what are we gonna do like are we just gonna act as if we're we just gonna stick our head in the sand and act like it's not there or what are we gonna do we're gonna keep our immune system up like what's the plan <laughs> That's what people look like they're doing right now. They're, people are, are all out and about. I mean, I don't know what's driven this number so high. You know, they, the governor claims that, oh, there's a lot more people getting tested. Well, yeah, I mean, originally people were getting tested because they had symptoms, you know. Now here are people getting tested just just, just to get tested. Well, so. they should, though, because it's asymptomatic. So yeah. you need to get tested. Mm-hmm. And we would never know how high the number is if, if we didn't test the entire population. Mm-hmm. But our um, our president did say that, um, basically he said that if we test less people, there would be less COVID-19 cases. That's coming from him. Yeah, I mean. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> it, yeah, exactly. I mean, of yeah. Of course, there would be less. You're testing less people. So I feel like the vibe from the White House is that, that COVID-19 is not that serious anymore. So I feel like that's why people are taking it lightly because – they don't like the lifestyle. They hate being trapped in the house. Then you're hearing from leadership. It's really not that bad. So if you hear, if, if you already have the negative attitude and you're hearing from leadership, it's not that bad. Of course, you're going to go out and live your best life. Yeah. That's what's happening. Yep. I don't know. I mean, I like to go to uh, nightclubs, listen to some good music, but, you know, what are they going to be doing? You know, do we have to wear a mask while we're dancing and drinking? I mean, I don't know what is going to go on out there in the world. I might as well just stay home and uh, watch Netflix. (laughs) Yeah, that's not happening. We're not about to be dancing and drinking with people we can't see. You know what I'm saying? That's the worst. That's the worst thing. Like, you can't even see who you're dancing and drinking with. You feel me? Like, who you, who am I? Who are you? You feel me? They're going to be catfishing you in real life. They're <laughs> yes. going to have those masks on. So it's going to be beer goggles times two because you're already drunk. They have a mask on. You don't know who these people are. The, what if she's ugly? Well, yeah. You know those new uh, masks that come out? I don't know if you saw those. They, is it actually like an imprint of like half your face? And they put it on the mask. So you know what? You get some uh, some somebody. I'm not going to be sexist or anything or male, female. But you get some fat bastard underneath the mask but they put a nice pretty face in the front so when you go go you know bow chicka bow bow home and take the mask off yo you got mass fished <laughs> mass fish uh, <laughs> but yeah that, that i mean i see those things that's pretty cool i mean i don't know but uh i'm, I'm missing sports right now i don't know about you guys but i'm missing sports so how is sports gonna change like What's the new vibe of sports? Or what? It, like, are, 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 football in a bubble? Like, how, what's going to happen? I have no idea. I really don't know. We're going to do air tackle? What's going to happen? I know. I mean, yeah, what, what are they going to do with football? I mean, uh, you know, we're based out here in Tampa, and we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and we got Tom Brady coming in, uh, you know, with us now. And, uh, you know, eyes will be on Tampa. You know, I mean, if you're a fan or not, Tom Brady – Eyes will be on Tampa, and you know what's gonna happen. What's gonna happen? It's gonna be two years before he even get to step on the field and play, guaranteed. What are they gonna like make him go third string or something like That's that? That's my prediction. I'm talking about two years before they even open the football back up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I disagree because I feel like the vibe is that COVID nineteen is not that. I feel like people are trying to open everything back up, especially like things that make a lot of money. They're trying to reopen because they don't want to lose money. So I I feel like sports. They're just going to say F it and open back up. That's my 
theory. I have no idea. I mean, I'm a big hockey fan. I, I can't wait for the Lightning to come back. Just finished out the darn season already, but uh, I'm missing sports. I mean, I'm sitting there watching NASCAR, and I'm not a NASCAR fan. I get to, now I'm getting the kicks of like, wow, they could change those tires pretty quickly. I don't miss sports, um, but I do miss like the social gatherings, like the Super Bowl parties and stuff like right. that, and the tailgating parties. Those are fun. Yeah, that, that probably get pushed out. Actually, though. Super, if they start football on time, they'll still do Super Bowl, what, the end of February? Is, no, the end of January. When is Super Bowl? I can't remember. No, I think it's the end of January, February, somewhere around there. Yeah, it's around there. It's around yeah, there. Uh, but hockey's supposed to be done right now, and they haven't, you know, they're still in the talks of uh, getting things uh, restarted and hopefully finish up to, like, the final, like, eight teams or something like that, do a playoffs-type deal. But, yeah, I need my sports. Yeah. Come on, Corona. Just, just die. Just die, please, Corona. Yeah, I'm going to wait for the vaccine, sort of like like I mentioned in some uh, previous shows. I'm going to wait for sort of like the Apple uh, iPhone uh, updates. I'm going to wait for people to get their vaccinations and see how well they act, uh, react to it, and uh, then I'll get my vaccination. Okay, I just want to throw this out there. I, um, I said, Alexa, play the news for me, and literally, no joke, this morning, they said there's another virus out of China, and it came from someone eating an animal and it's another one like you guys look it up i don't want to put it out false information but i didn't follow up with it so no i did not hear that once we get rid of corona get ready for another (laughs) maybe it's the apocalypse (laughs) no let's see i got my computer in front of me let's see so china new virus is you think i'll google that yeah that's crazy nobody gets to go to china or come to america anymore from china sober I mean, damn, what else I'm supposed to say? Like, if it's coming out of China, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm not anti-Chinese. I'm anti-virus. Yeah, virus. <laughs> uh, see, I don't see, it doesn't pop up straight on Google. I mean, it's the first thing that popped up in Google. This is uh, the latest. China has the most new virus cases since April. That's the first thing from ABC News. But Okay, so hopefully that Alexa thing wasn't real. <laughs> no, Alexa's always right. It, they're part of uh, Amazon, right? So if it, if it wasn't real, I apologize. Oh, no, it's real. It is real. Yeah, what do you real. got? It says uh, the World Health Organization says new virus outbreak in China needs further testing after hypothesis. So they need further testing to see what type of virus it is or, or what it's going to do to us. So they're going to call something like uh, something 20 instead of 19? Uh, so they call it a COVID-19 virus mutation. Oh, my gosh. Would it grow an extra arm? Or? No, it's I mean, it's it sucks if there is a mutation, but it does make things interesting because, I mean, I've been walking, like, waiting for The Walking Dead to be a real thing. Zombie. I do need to get a gun. <laughs> gun sales are through the freaking roof. Holy crap. Oh, you guys, you reminded me. I have my concealed class on Sunday. I almost forgot. It's on Father's Day. So it's early. Oh. It's early in the morning. It's like, well, not early in the morning. It's about 1 o'clock. So after that, me and my kids can go hang out. But, yeah, definitely get those concealed. Definitely. Wow. It's okay, a crazy well, it's a crazy world out here, y'all. I, d- I never shot a gun. Never shot a gun. BB gun, that's about it. Oh, shooting a gun's fun. Um, I'm going to do what you suggested and go on the black market since it's like Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> and For those for those don't know what we were talking about, listen to our previous shows. We talked about the black market. <laughs> let, me ask you, let me ask you this, guy, guys, this question. Do you guys like pancakes? So check this out. Aunt Jemima's story is over. But it started in my home city, and I never knew this. I never knew that the Aunt Jemima story, the lady on a pancake bottle, on a syrup bottle, it started in Syracuse, New York, man. So this is what it says. It says, most people recognize 
uh, Anna Short Harrington as a face on the syrup bottle used to eat pancakes and waffles. But many do not know her career with Quaker Oats that began in Syracuse. So with everything that's going on, uh, you know, a lot of fights for, you know, black people and African-Americans and, you know, just trying to uh, right the wrongs that America did with a lot of African-Americans. It came to find out that Anjamama was originally a slave. But, um, you know, Anjamama and Uncle Ben, like all the African-American faces that you see on, you know, these products like syrup and rice and things of that nature, they are coming off the box now. So I mm. guess, you know, all the protesting and everything else, it kind of broke some chains. It broke some chains. And, it, I, you know, I'm not mad at it. I feel like it's a good thing. I feel like if it started off with like a racist uh, connotation, then it, then it needs to go. You know, I was used to seeing Auntie Mama on the Sarah, you know, but I didn't know the history of it. I didn't even know it was in my hometown. I didn't know that she, she's buried in Oakwood Cemetery. My father is buried in Oakwood Cemetery. My, really? My grandmother is buried in Oakwood. I got cousins buried in Oakwood. That's where everybody who dies in Syracuse, most of them get buried in Oakwood Cemetery. I don't even know how much, how Oakwood Cemetery has any more room, mm -hmm. but that's a whole nother topic. But yeah, she's buried in Oakwood Cemetery and that's crazy. That's just a little piece of history that came out of Syracuse, New York, that a lot of people didn't know. But, yeah, they taking her face off the syrup and Uncle Ben face off the syrup. And I feel like if it started off with her being a slave, whatever the case may be, I feel like, yeah, it's it's right. You know, it's right. It should happen. I feel, And I'm and I'm, I'm excited. I feel like chains are being broken. You know, I feel like a lot of chains are being broken. Right. I feel like some people are trying to keep the chains on on both sides, you know, but a lot of them are being broken. In, in high places, people are seeing, you know, the wrong that was done to us. And, you know, they're recognizing it and, and, you know, their hearts are being convicted. I feel like that's super dope, man. Like America is changing for the good. A lot of people wanted to stay the same, but I feel like the minority are the people that wanted to stay the same now. I feel like the majority of people wanted to change. And that's just how I'm feeling right now. Am I wrong? No, you're absolutely right. I mean, I didn't know it, that the history of it. I mean, it was interesting because I, uh, when I saw this, that syrup, I just thought, you know, okay, this is the lady who created it. You know, it's, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. And, but it's very interesting on, you know, I learned something new today. Pretty neat. Yeah, um, I just looked it up. She was based on a minstrel character. And if you look up what minstrel means, it's um, where back in the day, white people used to put on blackface and they would blacken up their features and like, you know, draw like a, a wider nose and bigger lips and they would act like hmm. black African-Americans back in the day to mock them. And her character was based off of the mockery and then it, it kind of changed over time to make her look less like a, min, a menstrual character. But it was based off of that. It was based off of mocking African-American women back in the day. Wow. It, as slaves. So, well, so I think it's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, even if you don't know the history, now people do and... All right, guys, this is definitely <laughs> was definitely an impromptu uh, show that, you know, everything was just, you know, whatever was on our minds. We didn't really uh, prepare. I mean, we did pretty cool. <laughs> I, I definitely uh, we just working out some little bugs and little kinks. But, uh, you know, we're going to be coming up with our new introduction and we're going to change our uh, name to our Facebook page, too. What you talking about, Libby? <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. So, um Anyways, uh, we're on our platforms. We are on Podbean. We're on Apple. We are on TuneIn. We're on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio, Google Play, 
Stitcher, and the newest one to our family is CastBox. And we also will be streaming this to our YouTube channel. And we will be changing the name to the uh, search box to... What you talking about, Libby? <laughs> what you talking about, Libby? Hopefully people can spell oh, what you're talking about. I wonder. Hopefully people understand where we get Libby from, man. You know? Yes. It's a mystery? All right. You'll find out on the next show. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a great evening or a great day, whatever time you're listening to this show. And please like and subscribe and share our show. We are on a $0 per month budget for advertising. So the best word is word of mouth. All right, everybody. Thanks for being on and thanks for tuning in and have a great evening. See you guys. Bye, everyone. What you talking about, Levine?